Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish tech news. Hi there. Welcome to today's Irish podcast. Now, who have you got on, on this week's episode? Uh, I am Jeanette. Uh, I'm a PhD student. And uh, today we will talk about uh, a system uh, which, would, which I developed in my PhD. Um, a system is named as Exomem, uh, support for the human memory using yeah. augmented reality and artificial intelligence. And I guess what you're trying to do is with this, you're trying to make sure that people who have Parkinson's or other disease with, with they, or Alzheimer's, that they can, they can remember who they are and where they are. Um, yes, um, we developed a system for people uh, who might have memory impairments and have difficulty to memorizing uh, where they were and what they have seen. Uh, for that, we uh, developed a system system and tested in a building with three floors um, and we placed uh, 10 objects and uh, make the system to remember um, where uh, the person was working along this, these three floors and what objects uh, he or she uh, has detected. And uh, how, how long have you been, been developing this, 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 pro- this product? Um, this project uh, currently is uh, one year and a half. Uh, it, we start uh, with a literature review, uh, then we develop the system, then we go to the experimental uh, phase, and uh, then we do eva- do evaluation. And after that, we start writing a paper and submitted it. So it took us one and a half year in total. And how long? And uh, what what equipment do you use? Is there a headset involved for this? Uh, yes, uh, for uh, in the examen system, there are two parts. Yeah. Uh, the first part, the first part is a head-mounted display. Uh, this is a headset, actually, yeah. um, for augmented reality. Um, and the second part is artificial intelligence part. And how, and how does it work? Um, they work, uh, for example, uh, at the very beginning, uh, you, uh, the user, wears a headset, yeah. uh, and the headset um, registers the environment and sends information to the artificial intelligence model. Artificial intelligence model, on the other hand, runs applications uh, for uh, user localization and object recognition. Uh, and then uh, Artificial intelligence model sends a signal back to the headset such that the user will get the information uh, in their headset. And does this work via a mobile phone or is it a, a computer? Uh, this works with a computer. Yeah. Artificial intelligence model is a laptop actually, a server laptop. Uh, and uh, with, um, they communicate with the headset using the Wi-Fi network. And in the future, will there be a version you can use, like if you want to go outside and, and be portable, will it work in future with a mobile device? Um, maybe we will just make it like server would be in one place yeah. and the user will walk uh, with a headset along the building. This is possible. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, we did it uh, close because we used a Wi-Fi network, which yeah. was a uh, uh, which was which was limited maybe to one room yeah. or maybe fifty meters. Um, but if we have the strong Wi-Fi and a good server, then we could just make it like uh, uh, the server in one place and the user walking along the building just freely without any. Um, any device near. You were like, yes, for me, if it's in a building, it means like somebody who's in a care home or somebody who's living, living at home, you don't have to worry about them because it, it will help them live their daily lives. Uh, this system uh, for remembering uh, the user locations and uh, the objects seen actually, yeah. uh, information around. Uh, and uh, but I think that caregiver would be needed there still because the user needed to know how to wear the headset, uh, how to use an application, yeah. how to switch it on and switch it off. Because uh, it's type of cases, uh, of course, we will need the caregiver around. Yeah, I do agree. But I mean, if you can give this per the person a bit more freedom, which is nice, they don't feel they won't feel basically attached to the caregiver because they're able to do things they couldn't do before. Maybe again, which is nice. Uh, yeah, they could walk around yeah. and see the objects and don't worry that they will be lost um, uh, because uh, a system will create some kind of artificial memory for the user yeah. in the headset. That's good. And do you, when will this project become a, uh, a reality and be available for people to use? Uh, actually, uh, the codes for uh, this project is already available in the open source. Yeah. Um, at the Institute of Smart Systems and Artificial Intelligence, we have the GitHub page with yeah. all of our projects open source. Uh, and this project we also loaded there with all of the explanations, all the codes, uh, all the videos, um, such that the one interested uh, in developing this project better can uh, use these materials. And where where can you buy the he what headset do you require to to, to use? Um, in my research uh, during my doctoral studies and my studies in masters, I was working uh, with a Microsoft Hololens um, yeah. AR headset. Yeah. Uh, at first, we used uh, the very first version, but. Uh, we can we we have uh, the second version of this headset as well, so we use this too. And uh, I, I guess it's going to be easier for a person to but to buy the headset because at the moment Holland isn't that popular amongst the general public because of the cost. Oh yeah, maybe uh, maybe in the future we'll come to the point when we will use uh, headsets rather than the mobile phones. Yeah. this is maybe coming. And uh, uh, tell me a bit more. What, why do you? How did you come about doing this project? What was what was your idea that made you think we should do this? Oh, um, this all first uh, started in the second year of my PhD. Yeah. Um, when the professor told me, like, "Hey, why don't you make some memory augmentation system using the augmented reality?" Um, can you just uh, research about uh, this topic? Uh, look, maybe there are some other works, uh, some other research groups uh, making this application. 
Um, and then it, it was very interesting um, that the memory augmentation systems are uh, they are in the literature. Yeah. Um, they were developed at MIT, uh, but it was um, using uh, a camera system. Yeah. Uh, like a glasses, uh, but not augmented reality. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we thought, like, why don't we make it in augmented reality? And this was our idea and approach. Technology improved as you were, as you were developing this. Technology made it easier for you to do this because it, it was it's improving all the time. Oh yeah, definitely. We do have these technologies uh, right now, and maybe a few years we'll have a technology that would be even better, even more comfortable, even more powerful. Uh, so uh, probably this topic uh, have uh, a potential to develop further. I can uh, yeah, I can see in the future maybe you just have a glasses that will work as a headset. Oh, definitely. Uh, Maybe, uh, for example, uh, the headsets that I am working on, uh, they're comfortable. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, in the future it would be much even even more comfortable and even more powerful. Uh, for example, uh, right now uh, when I do uh, when I use actively the device, uh, it lasts for two hours, three yeah. hours. But maybe in the future we have the device that would follow us like a glasses. Yeah. For a longer time. Because for me, two, three hours is great, but the problem is how long does it take then to recharge the batteries? Uh, in order to recharge, it will take um, it will take another three hours, yeah. probably. Two, three hours for recharging. Yeah, that's, the, that's the, the moment with technology. There's always a small drawback, and every year, as battery technology gets better, that become less of a problem. So I, I can see in the future where you can get maybe eight, ten hours battery life. Ah, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We, we do have cell phones these days yeah. that can um, allow us to use um, eight hours, nine hours of yeah. active use. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, this sounds like an interesting project because I know I've got I had relatives who had Alzheimer's and they would forget where they were and they would think back and they would look about. Because I'm my mother, and they would think, my mother, you should be in school. Why are you doing home? Now, my mother at that point was was in her 60s. And to tell her she should be at school, that, that it was kind of sad seeing that. And any technology that can help people remember who they are and where they are, and they won't feel sad or helpless. Because when, you're, when you don't know where you are, you feel a different person. Um. Yeah, probably uh, the issue of memory for a per person is uh, so much important because uh, memory uh, lets us to do the learning process. Yeah. And the learning process is actually learning who we are in each uh, moment. Yeah. Uh, without this skill, with this uh, some kind of impairment of our cognitive system, it's so much difficult. Yeah, to me it's like living the moment and... If you, I find that people have got great memory, long-term memory. They remember things of 40 years ago. But when it comes to remembering things of today, they don't seem to remember that. So they might walk into a room and they might go to the caregiver, who are you? Or what are you doing here? Whereas if it was somebody they knew from 40 years ago, they'd know who they were. And it's sad seeing that. Uh, you're, you're right. Um because uh, in our memory system, there are differences. Uh, we have a long-term memory, 
um, where we do have our skills and we can remember them. Yeah. We can remember how to walk. We can remember how to talk. Yeah. Uh, but if we do have problems with the working memory, which is um, the other part of our brain, the, the other part of the memory, uh, then the things become very hard because we are unable to process information coming to us right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like if you're a goldfish, because goldfish have like three or five second memory. So imagine if you were like a, like that as a goldfish, and all you remember was was the was the like if three seconds could be like three minutes of the day, and after three minutes it's, it's all forgotten. But that wouldn't be great. So anything that can help somebody live their lives in a nice proper way is good. Yeah. So uh, and actually, uh, when I designed my system exam, uh, I was approaching uh, the working memory thing of our memory system. Yeah. Um, because the first one is sensory memory, uh, it's how we sense. Yeah. Uh, the second one is working memory, where we do the processing. And the third one is long-term memory. So in, in the system, we, we were trying to focus on this working memory thing. Yeah, because for me, each person that is using this product is going to have different problems with the memory. They're all going to be the exact same, so it's not like one size fits all. So I guess you have to make sure that when you were doing this, everyone, because there's different kinds of memory, you have to make sure that it it would work with everyone and not just one set person. Uh, definitely. When we do these assistive systems uh, for human, um, the, the very big issue, the personalization actually. Yeah. Uh, because, because when you do some system for uh, one group of people, it doesn't necessarily mean that it will work for the other group of as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it will differ from person to person or uh, yeah, the personalization issue is a very big issue in the whole literature of assistive systems. Yeah, because to me the most important thing is if you're, if you're somebody who used to be great at cooking and suddenly you, you can't cook anymore or the, you're told no, because it's dangerous. If they're able to go back and cook, like maybe a great breakfast or a great lunch, they, they, don't, they feel this is, this is great, I'm, I'm back to my old self. Oh. Yeah, so um, probably when we do an assistive system that will assist us to make breakfast, yeah. like uh, uh, help us to remember our recipes, and of course uh, we will be happier because we were able to do something that we used to love and uh, still nothing. Because you don't want to be end up like a baby where, you're, where someone else who has to uh, wash you and clothe you and feed you. If you can do that, build that yourself, that... You're living a normal life again. Uh, that actually would be would uh, be great uh, to uh, allow people uh, have their normal life despite uh, any situation that uh, they might face and that might affect their cognitive system, or memory system, or motor system, sensory system. Yeah. And uh, what what are your future plans for this project? Uh, the plans, uh, maybe for uh, coming three or four months, uh, is to make uh, this paper published, uh, yeah. because uh, we submitted it to the journal, and currently uh, we are waiting for the response from reviewers. Uh, once I get the response, I need to make some uh, another work for that, and to finally get it published. Um, and maybe after New Year, uh, my plan is to go through the defense of my PhD uh, yeah. degree. 
Um, but if we're talking about the plans for the kind of futures which are long term, uh, I would um, love to continue working uh, on assistive systems uh, using uh, artificial intelligence and using augmented reality. Uh, just uh, trying to make uh, assistive systems uh, like the, the other types of them. Yeah. And I guess the good thing with AI is because with AI, it will allow you to, to use it in different languages. So if, for example, somebody is, is Spanish or they're Italian or they're English, it knows their language. It helps them do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we can make assistive systems uh, which are uh, kind of can support several languages. Yeah. Uh, kind of, it, it will depend. Again, if this is a part of personalization. Yeah, because yeah, to me that's important because if you're dealing with this project, because you know that everyone in the world speaks the same language, but if you can help them so that it's not a working on market, that to me is going to be great. It means basically that you're helping millions around the world, or billions, and rather than just millions, you're helping a lot of people than normal, which is good. Uh, yeah, and you know, I have some idea. Um, I was inspired by an idea that we can create some environment where people, despite of their differences, maybe yeah. differences in language, differences in perception, uh, could communicate with each other. Yeah. Uh, because these systems uh, could uh, maybe translate with them kind of immediately uh, for each person uh, their own language. This would be kind of cool. Thing. Yeah, that sounds good. And... Uh I know in, in a few months or a month or so you're off to uh, London with Microsoft. That's going to be interesting as well. Oh, yeah. It, it's not in a few months. It's actually in the very beginning uh, of August. Oh, that's so nice. It, it, in two weeks, uh, actually, uh, I should be there. And um, I would have my internship for two we uh, 12 weeks. Um, so. It's, and I guess yeah. working with their products, they'll be able to come back and use that with, with, with this project as well, because you said you use HoloLens, so you get to see more of that in action, which is good. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, they also, uh, the thing is, like, um, when I started uh, my, the negotiation process with the team at Microsoft, uh, the first thing to do was to find a laboratory where I could uh, work on. Yeah. Uh, and I was assigned uh, to a laboratory uh, that uh, use HoloLens. Yeah. Uh, and they do applications uh, for the kids who are blind yeah. as one of the projects. Uh, so I, I, I'm very happy that... Uh, the projects that I'm doing here at Nazarbayev University and uh, the thing that I will probably do uh, in my internship at Microsoft is some kind, they do have some match there. Yeah. This, is, this is cool. Well, I'm glad because by using their technology and using their scientists and people who are working there, you can, you'll be able to make this project more of a reality. Uh, definitely. Um, I could have some skills that uh, I don't have here. Yeah. Maybe uh, I will learn some new approach. Uh, maybe new uh, platforms that they might use in order to develop their own systems. So definitely I could come back and could uh, try a new way of developing yeah. things. Yeah, because I'm sure they're going to show you, for example, Hollands. Well, did you know you can do this and you can do that and you can do this as well? And when you come back, to the university, you've learned these new things and then you realized, oh, we were doing it that way, but 
I just learned to do this way, it's quicker and easier and less hassle. I definitely, yes, maybe when I come back to the lab, I will do this. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And before we finish the podcast, anything else you want to add or do you think you've said enough? Um, what I would like to add is um, maybe suggestions to the students yeah. um, uh, that might be interested in developing um, assistive systems as well yeah. and uh, in using artificial intelligence or augmented reality, just uh, just not to be afraid to try yeah. uh, because um, this technology is very user-friendly. Um, we do have quite a lot of resources uh, in the web uh, about how to develop the applications, how to start. Uh, there are quite a lot of tutorials to work on that. Um, and artificial intelligence also becoming quite user-friendly. Yeah. So this is um, actually a possible. So if you're interested uh, somehow uh, in developing assistive systems, uh, so just go ahead. That's good. And uh, good luck in the future with the project. Uh Zanet, and also good luck in the in, in with Microsoft, and uh, hey, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, TikTok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.